Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome you to my club, Park Avenue, Central Florida's hottest nightclub. We have a special treat for you today. We have a new house band with a new dimension in rock and roll. We have the one, the only, Dragon Sound. to action action with me as always is garth hey i guess i'm john you're john garth <laughs> james i'm james we were just talking about wayne's world at work the other day oh yeah surprise it's a really quotable movie it is you forget how like how many things that you say are just i, don't know, I do i say a lot of wayne's world stuff yeah i think i still use some wayne's world stuff oh i know i use uh I think probably because you guys used to do it. We we do it all the time. Is the who's Anthony? That's what we say every time. <laughs> if you ever want to know who, yeah, we always somebody somebody gets a phone call or a text and you want to know who it is. Yeah, who's Anthony? My drummer. Yeah. So other than Wayne's World, anything um, interesting going on this past little while? James, I always look to you first. Oh, um. I watched back to back 21 Jump Street and then 22 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Like in a row, like sitting yeah. in one sitting? Yeah. He's never seen them before. 21 is pretty great. 22, eh, uh, a little no. less, a little less. 22 great. is pretty funny. There's funny stuff in it. Yeah. What's her name saying it? She's hilarious. Who? Well, I'm horrible enough. Oh, I the, vil- the villain? So yeah. She's from Rough Night as well. Yeah, she's good. Uh, I did watch a whole bunch of stuff, but I can't remember now. I watched a shitty movie on Netflix. I always <laughs> seem to. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Paul you know, Blair, John no. said the same thing. I said, uh, Adam Sandler, the new Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, it's the new one with fucking Forrest Whitaker. I don't know what that is even. Hold on. It's like how it ends or something. Is that Forrest Whitaker? Oh, okay, I saw that title. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I mean, the trailer, it, I mean, it looks okay, but... Oh, good. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. <laughs> oh, like, the trailer doesn't make it look that bad. No. But it looks as like a disaster porn, kind of. It's bad. It's pretty bad. Cool. Well, Ebert gave it a... Roger Ebert gave it a one out of four. Oh, okay. He did, eh? Well, I know he's dead. <laughs> he still has a company. They still use his name. Right, so and so writing for Ebert. I don't think he actually reviewed all the movies that were on his website before he died. 
Well, he had some other reviewers, a, but they, like I think they always had their name on it if they wrote it. Yeah, it's just under the head of. Right. He's not like James Pattison. <laughs> He's not just like pumping out reviews with his name on it. He's not pumping out anything anymore, unfortunately. Did you, you, know, ever, watch, did you went, ever watch that documentary no, about him? It was really good. Ugh. Life Itself, I think it was called. Looks sad. It's so good, though. I don't want to be sad. It's excellent. <laughs> that's why I watched. That's why I picked Miami Connection for a podcast today. <laughs> yeah, good pick. Was like, oh, I was gonna say I've been playing The Last of Us Remastered. Oh yeah, well, I'd like to play that again. So I, this would be my second time playing the game through. It is so fucking good. The yeah. storyline, like, is so good. Yeah. The like the voice performances on it. It's got to be the best story in a video game ever. For you. For me, anyway. Like. I mean, most video mine's, games don't have that great a story. Mine's usually. Mario. I mean, they're getting two. better, but Mario Two. Yeah, well, that story is it's pretty fairly tight. compelling. It's you're pretty in a desert. You're getting eggs spat at you. I don't know the story. It's supposed to be. It's actually a different game. <laughs> they just retro. They retrofitted it to put Mario in it. <laughs> yeah. Mine's uh, Roger Rabbit. Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, I, I don't think I ever played that one. That game was. I didn't understand that game. We used to rent it all the time. Yeah, we drove around the fucking map all the time. Yeah, could never get. <laughs> You're like, we're we gonna, we're gonna figure tunnel. this out. Let's rent it again. Well, we were, back in the day. Yeah, that was those were fun times. Hey, renting video games to play them for a few days and then. Yeah. Nowadays, games are too fucking long. You can't rent a game for... You can't even rent a game for a week unless you're like, you know, a 16-year-old who doesn't have anything to do. I don't think a lot of games are that long. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe the the games The games you play, maybe. I don't know. I don't have time to play that shit. (laughs) I always buy the games and they just sit (laughs) upstairs. Just put on the shelf. Yeah. (laughs) So James watched 21 Jump Street for the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thumb, both of them. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. I thought the first one. Was I think it's funny. hilarious. I watched. I rewatched the first one not that long ago with Jean because she hadn't seen it. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely parts in both of them that I found hilarious. Like in the second one, when he's chasing the the like bad guy, the girl, whatever. We should probably is. figure her name out. Yeah. Um, and she keeps saying how he's old, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, what are we, are you kissing me now? Or like, what's well, going on? Oh, about the end. Yeah, at the end. At the end when they're like in the... Are we the having mix? sex or yeah. you yeah. fucking me now? Or yeah, He's like, oh, get get off me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also in the first one, James, when it's not James Franco, his brother Dave Franco. And he's like, he's like the drug dealer guy or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like... You look old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian Bell is her name. Yeah, that's right. Um, here's a hot take. Um, Dave Franco is the good Franco. <laughs> I've, I would, heard, I've heard that take before. I would rather watch Dave Franco in a movie than James Franco. Well, I, I like James Franco in a lot of things, but he just seems like a person that it, you have you seen? he would be real douchey to hang out with, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I, I think he is good in some movies, yeah. but... Dave, is it Dave Franco? Mm-hmm. Dave Franco, I think, is more of a rounded actor. Like, James Franco is more like he can play that character really well, I which think, is probably just himself. Holy shit. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, one of them's a short. Fucking, that's how many projects James Franco has coming up on. He's IMDb. always doing tons of shit. 
I haven't seen any of this like, shit. He does like he doesn't like he does B movie shit all the time, like stuff that's like like straight to video okay. on demand kind of stuff. Got, and me. then he does like huge, like blockbuster things, and then he does like some I don't know indie thing. And, like he's just tell me if you've seen any of these. Blood Ride, never heard of it. The Mad Whale, no. <laughs> the Disaster Artist, yes, I saw The Vault, no. Uh, don't come back from the moon. <laughs> no Alien Covenant Yes he was in that Yeah he gets killed In the first couple minutes The Show Nope Actors Anonymous No The Institute Nope uh, I've even heard of High School these. Lover No Oh that's a oh, appropriate, sc- That's an appropriate title For him pro- <laughs> For him <laughs> Yeah uh, High School Lover I watched that Why Him With him and Brian Cranston A little while ago Oh yeah How was that Brutal. Brutal? <laughs> yeah. He's in fucking one, two, three. He's in like a dozen episodes of Angie Tribeca. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's... Um, he was on that soap opera, remember, for a while? Just yeah. like the weirdest shit. Angie Tribeca is a Rashida Jones show. It's kind of like oh, a okay. naked gun style. One of oh, those kind of, yeah, spoof. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did, I did hear about that. I never... I didn't even realize it had come out, though. King Cobra? Burn County? Oh, sorry. Burn Country. The he just likes to be busy, I guess. I guess. Oh, he made the Mother May I Sleep with Danger remake. Oh, okay. Wait, so... And this is all out already? This is all released things? Yeah, man. This is from fucking two years ago. Jesus. Goat. Richard Peter Johnson. <laughs> okay. The Night Before. Making a Scene with James Franco. The Night Before I Saw. Memoria. Black Dog. Red Dog. Jesus. He's in a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, I guess he just likes doing stuff. Yeah, well, let's not talk about what I've watched. Hmm. Mm-mm. Hmm. What's something that I've seen? Hard to pick. I don't think I've watched that much. Oh, uh, watch that, that new show with Kieran Culkin. What's that? Oh, God. <laughs> We're on the ball today. Got our Franco angle covered. Okay, so it's called Succession. Oh, I saw ads for it. I, I was like, meh. Yeah, it kind of fucking sucks. Um, but I'm watching it. <laughs> because I started watching it, and there's not that much on these days. It's a, it's a horrible show, but it's a show about horrible people. There's no one likable in the entire show. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> It's like mm. watching the Trump family, but like, I guess they're smarter than the Trump family. It's like watching a smart version of the Trump family. No, so, it's not. No, that would be worse. And it's like, it's like watching rich people. Okay. Fucking snake each other. Right. But it's they're like all in the same like family, family. Like, yeah. Yeah. All angling for what? Money. Yeah. Like the dad has a stroke and position. he's not fit for taking care of the company more and the son and the yeah whatever that's not worth talking about brian cox is in it he's good yeah i gotta love gotta love some cox gotta love cox he's good in it he plays the patriarch real piece of shit type yeah yeah it's a little bit of a downer uh oh i know what i'm watching sharp objects oh yeah it's pretty good I really like the it. Second episode, I thought was stronger than the first one. It is a slow ass burn. Yeah. So which I don't mind. 
No, it's if good. It's, if it's you know, it's good. It's really good. I really like it. I recommend it. Go watch, go watch, uh, Sharp Objects. So we watched Miami Connection. Hopefully, all of you have too, because it definitely needs to be watched at least once by everybody. <laughs> I, I put this movie in the same category. I think as like I'd put the room. Yeah, Room, some of those, you know, Troll 2. Yeah, like super enjoyable. Some of those all-time great bad movies. Yeah, it's it's, it's really enjoyable for being as terrible as it is. It, but it, it, it makes it even better, like, knowing the backstory. Yeah, I think the story is really plays into the whole thing of how the movie... So, tell us the story. Uh, well, this guy, YK Kim, he was a Taekwondo teacher in Orlando. He made this movie in 1987 it, it opened in like eight theaters in florida and then basically <laughs> disappeared no one gave a shit about it and uh it was never heard from again kind of thing until some dude that worked for alamo draft house bought the reel off somebody on ebay for 50 bucks yeah and then he watched it and was like holy shit and then he started showing it and then People were coming out to watch it, like for midnight shows and stuff. And then he contacted YK Kim and was like, "Hey, we want to put it out on DVD and Blu-ray." And he, YK Kim didn't believe them at first. He thought they were, he was fucking with him. Oh, really? And he was like, "Really?" Because he was like, it was really upsetting to him that the movie was such a failure. Yeah, I heard he he put a lot of his own money into. He it. almost went. He almost went under. Yeah. Um, but so that was resurrected and now for us all to enjoy yeah <laughs> all these years and it later. really is a kind of movie that everyone should watch if you like especially if you're into like if you like if you have fun watching like really bad movies this is a movie i think is a movie you want to watch with people for sure like, I, I watched it by myself yeah i would have enjoyed it more if i was watching it yeah people. yeah i think that's true i think i like to watch it again with people uh it's just such a fun it's so it's so ridiculous. I still like laughed out loud. Oh, so several, did I. Several times. Uh, there's so many things that are just so spot on, though. I feel yeah. like yeah, the acting and the story, yeah, but the acting is brutal. The well, fact <laughs> the fact that it's about one band getting a gig at a club yeah. and another band like upset, so they hired. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's just so messed. Well, up. let's just talk about the plot for a second. So, pretty much. A cocaine deal in Miami is interrupted by a group of motorcycle riding ninjas led by Yoshi Otto, who steal the drugs and ride back to Orlando to party. Pretty much, that's what kicks everything off. Yeah, and that's really the only thing where the title comes from, the Miami Connection, is that they steal those drugs in Miami at the beginning of the movie Yeah, from that other, I guess, rival criminal group, and then they drive the... <laughs> coke to orlando and the rest of the movie takes place in orlando yeah. so the movie starts off with the with them stealing the drugs uh then we're, we're right away we're introduced to the this the most amazing band i've ever seen on like in a movie <laughs> dragon, dragon sound. sound and dragon sounds is this dope fucking posi core band <laughs> synth posi core synth rock i don't know what you'd call it it's not really a new wave it's not really glam it's that just yeah. plays at this club i can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but I don't remember the name of the club. Anyway, some for some reason, it's really important who the band at the club is. Yeah. Like it, multiple people have... Are, are They're the house band. They've been, they've been hired as the house band. And pretty much th- these, these drug dealers and these gang members and this rival band want Dragon Sound out. Out. Yeah. And they want to replace them with this other band that's never named. <laughs> yeah. I think there's something that has to do with the... 
they need control of the club so they can move drugs. Move drugs. Their their cocaine. What the fuck does that have to do with the house band? Uh, I guess the house band controls it. It's never really clear. Okay, so the guys in Dragon Sound are all accomplished martial artists in their own right. Very accomplished. Um, Some would say the most accomplished in this movie. It seems like for some reason the drug dealers feel like Dragon Sound is going to oppose them in the club somehow, even though that's never, we don't see anything well, like that no, established. Cause the first song the band sings friends forever. No, before that, huh? is that not their song? Friends forever is the first song. They not the, that is okay. What's the song that's played over the Miami when they're, Oh, when they're driving out. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Miami is that, something. Is that supposed to be dragon sound singing that as well? I don't know. It's Let's an, say that's it also is. not clear. Let's say it. that song is the entire plot of the movie. Yeah. And then, like, the Friends Forever is all about Dragon Sound and their friendship with each other. Uh-huh. And how they, you know, Friends Forever stick together. <laughs> Through Eternity, honesty, is, is this supposed loyalty. to be, like, yeah, this band is now influencing the people not to do drugs? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I don't really They're so get positive it. that people are like, you know what? We don't need cocaine to have fun at this club. We do need a bar We still. just we, need we, Dragon Sound. We need Dragon Sound and alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah. So right, oh, but then and then we have the added conflict of Jeff, who is like Yoshido's right hand man. Yes, his sister Jane joined. She she's joined the band and she is dating the bass player John. Yeah. So and for some reason, also not really explained, he does not want her to date. No, he John. is. He you know I don't think he wants her to date anybody. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to fuck yeah, his it, sister. It's one of those. She's mine. She belongs to me. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy, the this guy has a thing with his sister. And everybody, everybody has a, a is like questioning. Like, who's your sister dating? Yeah. What's your sister yeah, doing? Yoshido is yeah. really concerned about yeah. his What's sister. What's she doing up there? Yeah. He oh, asks, no, she's not supposed to be here. <laughs> he asks like several times throughout the movie. Have you figured out that stuff with your sister yet? He's like really concerned about yeah. him and his, his relationship with his sister. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, know we, what's happening. We've got to get rid of that band. Yeah, like, that that deal with them. That your but, sister should be out of that band. They're bad news. <laughs> the, oh, there's, they're not scuzzy enough as a rock band, I guess. Well, for her to be. I mean, he's hey, he's concerned. She needs to focus on her schoolwork that he's paid for. Right. That, he, that, he, that's never his, sa- he never says that though. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah, he does. Oh, does he? I don't remember that. Yeah, he paid for her schooling. I knew that. Yeah, and he she has to focus on her studies. Okay, I don't remember that's the most important that. part. Like I don't oh, know okay, if it's that, supposed that makes to a little be, bit of sense. I guess <laughs> some sort, I guess. some sort of subtext where like what her her parents die, right? Yeah. So like maybe it's like I do all this for you, right? I don't know. There's a whole lot of all the parents die in orphans. Right, because we find out that apparently everyone in Dragon Sound is an orphan. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were orphans. <laughs> I thought so, we, yeah, so so the keyboard player Jim gets a letter, something about he what? finds out where his dad is. That is one of the, my favorite scenes in the entire movie, for sure. Can we listen to that scene right now? Just part of it. But this looks like your brother. I didn't know you have a brother. It's my father. What? This is your real father? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I didn't know. You had no father. I thought we are all orphans. My mother was Korean. 
my father was a black American. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, it's gold. So we find out that uh, <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim's mother was Korean and his father was black American. I don't. And, why doesn't he just say black? Because I think this was this movie written by YK Kim. Uh, I think he helped write it. Okay, uh, I think that's why. Yeah, maybe it's written. It's written with broken English, right? Yeah, and no one thought could to be, just could be the case. Suss it out, like yeah. So I think that that's why there's so much weird stuff when it comes to like the way <laughs> they phrase things. Yeah, there's a lot of just weird di- dialogue delivery in the movie. I mean, some of it's got to be chalked up to like just none of these people are actors. They're all just people that were in YK Kim's Taekwondo oh, really? dojos. Yeah. So okay. like students of his. So here's yeah. the thing though. This movie cost a million dollars to make. Back then that seems like kind of a lot. Where the fuck did this million dollars go? Well, well there's some some effects effects with gore at various points with heads and arms and stuff getting chopped off. There's not a million dollars worth. No, of no. Apparently he paid for like no permits. To yeah, shoot yeah. anywhere in Orlando. He was so popular in Orlando, the mayor and the police let him shoot wherever he wanted with no yeah. permits. <laughs> so where did the money go? I don't know. Maybe he paid everyone really handsomely maybe for being he, in the movie. Maybe he bought real cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> How could you say that about Dragon Sound? They have a they have certain ethics. Yeah, I'm, that's fine. They still might like to party. No, I don't think so. <laughs> They're disciplined students of Taekwondo. John, I think, is the best out of all of them. I think he John's actually my favorite. he shows a little something in the movie. Yeah. Like he's got a little something. I'm not saying he's a good actor. I'm saying compared to everyone else, he has a little something going on. He's got some humor to him. He's got he delivers some jokes a little bit. I don't know. Like Jim's got all the humor to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I don't think this is intentional though. Okay, so let's no, go. He's not intentionally. <laughs> what we should jump to is we should jump to the beach scene. Oh, oh, hey, look at those buns. About- they don't make those like, at the bakery. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Some terrible ADR there when they're driving. Another yeah. Posicore song. Uh, the guitar player, that's Tom. Yeah. He falls onto some He falls onto some, some ladies. ladies. And that goes on for a while. It goes on yeah, for a really, really long time. Goes on, like, they are beating him up for a while. And they're laughing kicking them, yeah. punching them. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. And then it's hard cut to the most intense kissing scene. Oh, the kissing is oh. disgusting in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're kissing in the water and then it goes on for so long that they're like, we better do something with this. So they just flip to a reverse shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then they just keep showing it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Real, real sexy. Oh man, the sounds, the kissing sounds, yeah, uh, made me want to gag. Yeah, we haven't we haven't <laughs> talked about any of the like action scenes yet, though. Yeah, well, we, the movie starts with one with you know this ninja motorcycle gang stealing this coke from these other guys. Yeah, so I they, just love how eighties everybody is though. It is eighties. Oh, okay, like it's so fuck. hardcore, almost over the top though. <laughs> yeah, 80s. it's it's like it's redneck. It's kind of like a like a redneck biker chic meets cruising <laughs> <laughs> like there is definitely some like influences yeah. that are happening in this movie like i get a real strong cruising vibe i didn't think about that but yeah there's a there's a little of that in yeah there. <laughs> but it's i there i mean it's it's like early aughts 
hipster perfection in so many ways. It's kind of amazing. Like it's it's such a strange like window into a into something like this period where I mean this if this this thing if that guy had never bought this on eBay, nobody would fucking know about this movie. And that it would just exist but no one would know. But and then seeing it you're like, how can this be real? How yeah. can this be a real thing and it's not it wasn't a joke. It was like these guys really wanted to make a movie and like I don't know, I find there's some some truly genuine stuff in this movie when it comes to like the way people are dressed and a lot of like the, what seemed like ad lib, like joshing around with yeah. them, especially with the, with the, th- like the, the gang gangsters, like the, the gang members. Oh yeah. Like the other biker guys yeah, or whatever. The other, they're hilarious. <laughs> they're so <laughs> bad. That rat fuck with like the, with like the, the mullet. The skinny yeah, guy. Yeah. And oh the, yeah. And then the fat, the fat guy the fat always guy. has some stupid yeah. thing to say. Yeah. Anyway, and like, so and their lines are oh, when they confront each other in the street when they get in that fight for the first time with the gang, they like stop them with their cars in the street. Yeah, yeah. And they all get out, and then like they're arguing, and then like the fat guy has, he's like holding a knife, but yeah. it's like it's just like this really awkward yeah. way of holding it, like not in a menacing he's, way. He's, 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 like, he's like he's like he's like what is this thing? He's like, kind of just like flicking it back and forth, like. But anyway, so we're at the uh, the waterfront scene, the first scene of the movie, fucking. First kill is a shuriken. Was shuriken? Shuriken. Shuriken. Right to the ninja star. Right to the star. throat. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That was good. And then you get the guy who gets his arm cut off. Yeah. And another <laughs> guy gets sliced in the face, doesn't he? Like yeah, cleaved so. in the face. Yeah. And then I was like watching it, and I'm like, oh wait, are the ninjas the bad guys? Because I thought the ninjas were going to be the good guys. Yeah, yeah. I was a little confused at the beginning about that. About I mean, who they were. That's why you shouldn't make assumptions, man. Yeah. And they just can be bad guys too. It's funny how gory this movie is willing to be at times, but then other times it feels like it's almost wholesome. It's yeah. like this weird mix. Like, well, everything between Dragon Sound is incredibly wholesome. Except then, except when they like kill people uh, at the end of the oh, movie. Oh no, I have I have that in here too. In my notes. I'm like, oh, there's this. There's after they kill the first couple people. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, these guys. They just go on with their life. Yeah, it doesn't seem to affect them in any way. That no, it doesn't phase people. them in any way. There's I mean, like, they didn't murder them. They were fighting in self-defense. But they, they kill a bunch of people, especially at the end. You know, they start, like Jim and uh, Mark, or John and Mark, I should say. They start just, like, cleaving guys down with their ninja swords or whatever. Well, they're, like, hunting them. Yeah. In the river or well, in the creek. The, that's at the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, then at the end, there's this message about about peace and how we can't achieve peace unless we... Yeah. Stop being violent. Yeah, you eliminate violence. But you just watched your heroes, these like real kind of pure good guys, just like kill a whole bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> and like not even in, not in nice ways, like they really chopped them down. Well, we get an awesome scene, uh, part also in the waterfront where you get the, the cliched cut the Coke open and taste it. Oh yeah, you've yeah. got you yeah. got to have that. Yes, yeah. that is a prerequisite. And if you jump ahead, it's like a few scenes, right, through what we've kind of talked about where they play their dragon sounds. That's when you get to the venue when the um, the band comes in. The, yeah. And you're introduced to the, this idea that uh, there's this other rival band that well, got fired. I guess fired. there was a band, yeah, that was the house band before Dragon Sound. And they got fired, and these guys really want their job back. They are pissed. They are so mad. That lead singer, and he so they confront the club owner, yeah. who also apparently is a martial yeah. artist. Yeah, who also beats them all. He up. beats the shit up. out of all three of them. I kind of wish you 
did get to hear one of the songs from the other band. The other band. Yeah, I do too. Like oh yeah, yeah. Um, like a complete a opposite song. sound. You're, you're not gonna be like. I, I wish there was more music. I don't know if that's an un, uh, an unliked opinion. I'm going to be, yes, more music, more bands. I wish there was more dragon sound. I wish there yeah, was... We get, well, here's the thing. It's an hour and 26 minutes, and we get two full dragon sound songs performed in the movie. In the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could watch... I Give me five, six dragon sound. <laughs> You know, it would have been a perfect like battle of the bands, and then literally a battle of the bands. Yeah. There's, after this movie deserved a, a sequel, that would have been a good idea. They could have had like a battle of the bands on stage. Yeah. And then afterwards, have a, a break yeah, out like into a outs- fight outside like, or a wherever. battle on the stage. Like and, Dragon Sound and, wins, and then so like a fight breaks out between them all, like in the club or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that the, would be cool. So the club owner kicks the shit out of this band. This unknown band. The club owner who is not, like, he's just he's some a tall, fat he's a, white guy. He's a tall, guy. a tall, like, fat guy. No, he's not fat. He's, he's, oh, he's whatever. He's a tall, like, he's husky. out of shape. Yeah, yeah. Well, looks out of shape. <laughs> he also knows martial arts. Later, they go to that sub shop or pizza place or whatever yeah, it is. And, and that guy beats everyone up with, yes. with martial arts. <laughs> yes. This is <laughs> what we're dealing with. The bad guys in this movie are literally the worst I think yeah, Gang. they all they really all just get beat up all the time. They all get the shit kicked out of them all the time. Um, so and also you just got to know, like in the late eighties, everyone knew martial arts. <laughs> everyone. It seems that way. Um, I remember I wanted to go into like karate or something like that one time, and I think my if I remember correctly, my dad brought me, and we were there ready to go like do it like sign up for it, and I'm like I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> And then he's like, all right, cool. I did it. I did it for maybe six months or something like that. Yeah. A lot of hi-yai. Karate. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I noticed there was one scene where a guy makes like one of those noises. I think maybe even John when he's beating a guy up. But except he does like, he sounds like he says, hoo Hoo-ah. So after these guys get beat up, um, again, again. Okay, that's when we have the parking lot scene, right? And that's so the band and the other guys, rival ninjas, are there, and so it's all like a, it's like a three way fight thing there. Yeah, and YK Kim, of course, is kicking ass left and right. Yes, I mean he's kind of the focus when it comes to the fighting. He looks like he's forty five fucking years old. Yeah, he probably yeah. was. But then we find out that he's also in college with these guys, and he's an orphan. Well, we know and that he's, he's an orphan. Yeah, they're all orphans. Most Except importantly, he's an orphan. How did they find each other? They joined like some orphan no, group. Here's the thing: they're going to travel the world. Jim is an orphan. Yeah, I guess because yeah. his, his dad, dad left. left, and his mom died. Right. So he was an orphan. I thought we were all orphans. I want. What, I want that. I line think in, in Mark, <laughs> in Mark's mind, an orphan is a person who has no parents ever. Like they just they, they pop into existence. Yeah. <laughs> He's so surprised. Like, wait a minute, you have a dad? Like, he's like, what? This is a betrayal. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were all orphans. You have a father, who, by the way, his acting when the father cool. shows up at the hospital at the end after Jim's been very much like he got chopped with the sword through the through the stomach. Yeah, his performance is the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> uh, it's it pretty incredible <laughs> it has to be seen to be believed yeah it's just if you like, if you were like trying to make a bad movie you couldn't get a performance like that 
you know, it's just, oof. no, because because yeah, I think it's like James was I think James is something whatever. Like these people all, they're all coming from the heart, man. Everybody puts, <laughs> everybody puts it all on the table. No one's holding back. Jim Marie Smith, he really, you know, his crying scene and uh, uh, he he try he tries. I mean, none of these, you know, he doesn't. None, obviously, none of these people have any chops, but he he gives her. I mean. I'm all for the the sequ- what I'm guessing would be the sequel, which is the world tour to oh, all the countries. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that would totally be the sequel to Man, this movie. They should make it now. Yeah, they're gonna go on the tour, Dragon Sound reunion tour to all the origins of the countries that they're yeah. from. Yeah, because uh, once that's, again, uh, I Jack's think... idea. He's uh, he's from Israel. His I, parents are from Israel. No, it wasn't Jack's idea. Jack talked last. No, he was the drummer no, guy. He was he's the, the drummer. He's the one that, that came up. He's with like, that I idea. want us all to go on the tour and stop in each country, yeah. and then we'll visit the Taekwondo schools there, and we'll give them messages about how about about peace, peace. and yeah, and how yeah being an orphan like, is dope. These guys are just so positive. Just They're positive, and then once again, <laughs> they kill a lot of people. They kill a lot of people. <laughs> well, you got to. You got to. Okay, so at the the clip we heard earlier, I love how it starts off. Hey guys, I'm taking a shower first. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the hey, funny. Hey, give me that letter. Give me the letter. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It, it sounds like. Uh, remember those GI Joe? Yeah, yeah, the fake GI Joe. The fake GI Joe. Oh, it totally sounds Cartoon. like that. GI Joe. <laughs> so that whole scene is my favorite quote of the entire movie. Like, yeah, that's pretty great. The whole, the, just his entire speech about. His mom dying. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty fantastic. Another part I thought was really funny was when they meet back up with Jane after they've had that fight um, where Jeff ends up dying, her brother. He falls off the whatever that upper area of that. Oh, building. yeah. That's at the at the like radio tower or something. Yeah. And then when they meet back up with Jane. John, who killed her brother and is is dating her, was like, "Sorry, I had he's to like, do that. yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, sorry about that. You know, I just felt real bad about that. <laughs> like uh, it was, it's like okay. it was like he, uh, you know, aboard her car and like accidentally got a ding in it or yeah. something. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? It's okay. I understand. You did what you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I understand that maybe who's you're... paying for her school now? She's fucked. <laughs> well, I'm assuming they. He might. He's a, he seemed like a responsible guy paying for his school. I'm sure he has a will. <laughs> Probably because he was actually a prosecuting attorney in real life. <laughs> the guy that played Jeff, the bad guy. Oh, really? <laughs> in real life, yeah. I like. I liked him. His hair. He was. Oh yeah. He he was intimidating with that hair and beard combo. <laughs> Maybe that's what made him such a good prosecutor. Maybe. So oh. I guess the scenes with all those bikers is supposed to be like intimidating as well like oh this is my gang i guess yeah it's kind of a odd thing to put in there don't you think how do you mean well all of a sudden it shows this shot of the two guys that are in the movie with all these bikers they totally don't belong yeah in this group of people yeah. right because those are actual, actual bikers, bikers yeah. in real life and it shows them like, oh yeah, hey man, can I get a smoke and like all this? Oh, when yes, I understand. Yeah, when you, they win all the those so the scene when the Yoshido, yeah, is like 
trying to be uh, like he's hot shit in this yeah, group. Those are supposed to. Those are real bikers. Those are real bikers. They look like real bikers. Yeah, those they, are all real yeah. bikers. They got in the movie and it, they all came to the premiere. I guess he looks like he's trying very hard to fit in and also not get knifed. Well, it's a strange idea in the first place. Is that it's a biker gang, but it's also a nin- like they're all ninjas. Except they're not all ninjas. We see those ninjas at the beginning with him, and we yeah, see, and them, at see his, them at we the see end. them at his house, like his base or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's also part of the biker gang. It's kind of confusing how. I, that works. Or yeah. Jeff is the maybe Jeff is the leader of the biker gang. Jeff is the leader of the biker gang, and, and Yoshida's, Yoshida's the leader of the ninja gang, and they just yeah. work together. Yeah, oh. that's the way it works. Yeah. So. Yoshido isn't the boss of Jeff's gang. Right. They're like they're just they're working. like two factions. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It just seems like Yoshido is meant to be the bigger boss because he's like the one they fight at the end. Well, kind of because it's not actually him in that end fight. It's a white guy because he they couldn't get him back to do reshoots. Why? Where was he? <laughs> I don't know. Busy? He? Uh, I think he already left. He left the country or something. The yeah. country. So yeah, the, the actor CEO Joe. I don't know how you say that, but uh. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't reshoot the final scenes. So they, if you notice in that he's got that white ninja outfit on yeah, that fight yeah. with YK Kim, he's you can look and it's like it's a white guy's eyes and you know face underneath the mask or <laughs> some other guy. Well, pretty. Um, much, so we got to talk about the doc scene. The docs is when they uh, they have a big rumble. Yeah. Oh, like with the trains and stuff. Yeah, the train yard. That's before the biker meetup, I guess. I don't remember the order. Of that I don't know. I'm yeah. trying to just talk about like each of the fight. Oh, we could talk about the dialogue for hours. Yeah, it's all pretty fantastic. But uh, you pretty much have like three main fight scenes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You get well. You get the opening scene with the ninjas. Yeah. That's and then okay. you've you've got the first fight scene in the street. Yeah. Then the train yard fight. Right. Train yard fight. Uh, you get the tower fight where Jeff dies or whatever that thing is that, and then. The, the, final, so the final fight, yeah. And Which then you've got the guy beating pizza people up at the pizza stand or whatever. <laughs> the pe- Is that supposed to be a pizza place? Or a sub shop, I think. Sub shop, I yeah. Think, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, who well, is that you, guy? He's like, they talk to him like they, he, they know him. Yeah, because there's that scene where it's like, these are my boys, I take care of them, kind of. like Yeah, like these he's guys, kind of some paternal figure or something to I, them. I guess. Where do these guys get all the pipes? Everybody, every bad guy's got a pipe in this movie. It's all like, tang, dang. Like, there's like... Yeah, you, they're lying around. You grab a pipe, you need one. Except for the one guy who had those really fancy pipes. <laughs> he had really fancy pipes with like, uh, like barbs on them, like shooting He's off like, of I'm going to have special pipes. Everyone's yeah. got a fucking pipe in this gang. I need one to set me apart. Uh, when the guy gets his arm cut off at the beginning, he runs up the stairs to like his mark. And then, like, he kind of, like, looks around, and then the guy comes running out with a sword. Yeah. I don't know why. It just cracks me up. It's like- there's a lot of scenes like that where, like, there's definitely, like, okay, now you're supposed to flip me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, he's coming from this direction. But it's like, it's just, there's nothing naturalistic about it at all. Like, it's like, oh. Yeah. It's like, okay, I do this, and then I do this. And like, he's <laughs> trying to remember what he's supposed well, to Well, it's a lot like the acting, right? Yeah. Like the the dialogue, I should say. Yeah, I mean, Taekwondo never had a better advertisement, did it? No. You never see a, You don't really see movies where people are like talking about Taekwondo all the time. I don't know. I went. I started looking at different martial arts styles. I don't know the difference. They're all like. There's lots. I know, and I don't know what they all are. It's all just like 
kung fu to me. It's all kung fu to me, man. <laughs> well, the like fight the fight the ninja is that the second song? Yeah, against the ninja. Against the, the ninja. ninja. Well, he's doing a demonstration on on stage, right? Like that's their whole thing, right? They sing the music and do demonstrations. And they teach taekwondo but at the are, same time. Yeah, but are ninjas? Do ninjas practice taekwondo? No, they, they do. They ninjutsu, yeah. Which is from Japan. Japan. Where's taekwondo from? Uh, Korea. That's where, because that's where Mark, YK yeah, Mark is. Yeah. So, so the Japanese are the bad guys. In this movie, yeah. Why is it called Miami Connection? Because why because is it called, those guys come know, from Miami with why, the drugs. Why is it not? Why isn't it called Dragon Sound or or against? It should. The, it should be called Dragon or Sound against or against the Ninja. ninja. Yeah, against the good. Ninja would have been a great name. Yeah. See, Miami Connection. It's probably because there was a lot of movies with Ninja in the title around this time, so probably they wanted to like set themselves apart from that. By not having okay, so it's 1987. Ninjas. Miami Vice is already out on TV, right? Yeah, ninjas are the hottest thing going though. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to put this is ninja, a ninja time. <laughs> if there's ever a time to put ninja in the title of your movie, it's 1987. Well, that's what I'm saying though. There were so many ninja movies at the time. It was like, hey, maybe we don't put ninja. I mean, I think I think um, Dragon Sound would have been a good name too. Although maybe it wouldn't have been clear that that was a martial arts kind of, although I, Miami connection. I think against the ninja would have against the ninja would have set them apart. Yeah, maybe. Cuz they're like, oh, should we see uh, Friends Forever? Should we see, should we like, see Revenge of the Ninja? Revenge Return of the Ninja? Of the ninja? <laughs> oh, wait a What is this? Against the Ninja? How dare you? American Ninja? Yeah. It's like the only movie that's like, hey, you know what? Ninjas not that great. <laughs> Ninjas are bad, man. Ninjas are bad guys. <laughs> There's a. I was also. This is kind of. And dark. 87, I think, is when Ninja Ninja Turtles came out, too. Wasn't it 88? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I got to look it up. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say the end when Jim gets hurt so bad. He gets slashed. Oh, it was 1990. Yeah. No. 90? Yeah, it was. Not the cartoon. I was Not talking the about cartoon. the comic. But anyway. I was talking about the movie. Uh, oh, uh, I wasn't thinking of the movie. Oh, I am. The cartoon. Always. You got to think of the cartoon. I think it was 88. I'm going to say 87. Maybe. Um, Jim, he originally died at the end of the movie. Oh. And when this premiered at Con. 1987. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> at Comic-Con? No, Con. It was called Con then. Like Con Film Festival. Oh, wait. wait? Yeah, this was at Con. How was it? How did it get into Con? I don't know. Maybe because in 1987 there wasn't any indie movie scene. So, um and so maybe they were, that's where the million so the dollars he, went to bribe people to get it into con. <laughs> maybe the people he spoke to, like producers and stuff afterwards, were like, "Oh, it's too negative of an ending. It's going to bum people out if Jim dies. So you got you got to change it." And that's why they did reshoots. Oh, that's why they did reshoots. Oh. Um, so where he like instead of dying, he meets his father. Right, and then yeah, you get that and wicked hospital scene. scene. With the guy who I swear is like just dyed his hair gray to look older than he is. Yeah, I he, thought, he lo- it looks like an SNL skit, yeah. skit right? Um, like, yeah, he's where just, where that he's one, like playing an old guy. He looks yeah, like, that he looks like that that American politician guy, the doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the pizza. What's his fuck? What's his Godfather name? Godfather Pizza. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. He's in no. charge of housing. No, he's no, not, not that. that. That's a different that's guy. A different guy. The, who's the the guy in charge of fucking? Uh, uh, housing I, Ben Stein No no Stein. No it's not Ben, ben Stein Ben No uh, Ben Carson Ben Carson Carson yeah Yeah he tried He got angry and stabbed somebody he, But he was like the a little... belt loop or something Stop I don't know 
He's crazy. <sighs> I hate that we know these people. Uh, you guys know more than I do about this. Um, so yeah, so he was. That was the original ending. Was Jim died, which really would have been a bummer in a movie like this, where that would have. He didn't even get to meet his dad. Oh, yeah. He was so excited. About I have it in my notes, and he was, dies on the way there. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Jim's dead. He's never gonna see his father. I mean, like, what? Man, would have been rough. No, he's a fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's <laughs> he's good. He got the same slash across the stomach as all the other ninjas, but he lived. Oh yeah, I remember being like. I'm sure that if you want to save Jim, the thing you should probably do first is drag him through a disgusting Florida swamp water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, let that swamp water I, get I all, up about in, that too. all up in them cuts. Oh, maybe that's why it cost so much, because they had to reshoot a bunch of the stuff, like the end fight. and Yeah, maybe. And they had uh, to bring in a ringer. <laughs> uh, well, what else is there to say about Miami Connection? I liked it a lot. It was really fun to watch. I mean, it is fucking terrible. I mean, to give it a fair review, but, yeah, okay. I mean, it didn't give it the most highest scores, but... That's why it's hard to rate this kind of movie, because it's like... I mean, you're looking at the scores, like, the plot is terrible. Yeah. The action is not ter- terrific. I gave it a five, because it has some of that, like... I just love those practical effects of gore in the, in these movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually you see them in old horror movies and stuff, but... I just love that kind of stuff. There He's, was definitely some squirting blood. Oh in yeah, there, right. Which arms is nice. and heads getting cut off. It's good to see. Yeah. Oh, because that one ninja fails Yoshido and he chops his head off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're well, all dead. I gave this movie. I mean, I'm gonna say this. As far as my reaction to the movie, I gave it a six. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed there. the movie, and overall a four point two. I had a lot of fun watching it. It is atrocious. But I think uh, I agree with you guys. It's definitely a watch with a bunch of people. Yeah, get some friends together to watch it, and you'll have you'll have a lot more fun if you're doing it that way. I think. Yeah. I mean, I still like like I said, I watch it by myself, and I still very much enjoyed the experience of watching. I enjoyed it. this movie a lot more than a lot of movies we've watched. Yeah. So my overall score is three point eight. So it gives it a four point one, which ties it with. Holy fuck. We got a four Quad- way tie? Quadra way tie. Quadra tie. Tied for 40th, 41st, and what? Wait, no, 39, 40, and 41 with Cobra, Universal Soldier, and Den of Thieves. I'm putting it ahead of all of those. Yeah, I'm putting yeah, it ahead of them. I would say so. It's just more fun than I can't all believe those. that. I, I still find it hard to believe that Proud Mary is only a 1.9. It was a bad, fucking bad suck. fucking movie. It's like, you know, it's not it's not a movie that's bad where you can be like, oh, this is great because it's so shitty. It's just bad. You know, I think when you compare a movie like this, like Miami Connection, to a movie like um, Proud Mary, Proud Mary is completely soulless. It's a soulless film. Like, there's there's nothing behind it. And um, this movie, okay, it's not good and the dialogue is terrible. But there's something that's much warmer about it. Sure. I mean, obviously, enjoyable. a movie like Proud Mary is a professionally made film. You know, it's been, you know, they've used good equipment. They've got production they, money. They've yeah. got real actors. They've got all that. And yeah. it's, you know, they still aren't able to achieve what Miami Connection achieves, which is you had you have a fun time while you're watching it. Yeah, it was fun. It does have the advantage of it being in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, I think they also accidentally did a lot of really amazing things. Oh yeah, like with the the choice of some of the actors, 
but also with um like the set the sets and with the the costumes and everything like that like yeah everything looks really great except for that janky scene with the real bikers oh, because yeah. it it definitely like it takes it out it takes of that. it out they yeah. shouldn't have done that scene because it definitely goes from oh this is a movie these people are playing actors oh, right there in that bar and that to a documentary whips them, whips almost boobs out and all that. oh no there's boobs before that though was there yeah there's like a titty a titty walk like all of a sudden these two girls these two like real biker ladies just like have their shirts off and they're just like yeah blah, yeah blah, 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 yeah, blah. yeah. This well, just, biker, old ladies like showing the titties. I feel like you Jason know? Nicholas would love this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would. This is a Jason Nicholas movie. Oh, shit. Jason, if you're listening, get on it. Uh, Yeah, overall, though, I, I'd say it's ahead of all of them. James, do you want to mm. argue? No, I definitely agree it's ahead of all those. Now, is Den of Thieves as bad as we thought it was? It's No, we said it's not terrible. It's just... Because it's so mediocre, it just doesn't really stand out one way or the other, I think. It's very middle-of-the-road kind of thing for me. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like we have to do Heat now at some point to make up for the fact that we did Den of Thieves, though. <laughs> fine by me. Yeah. Um, what, are we, what are we doing next, James? Well, <clears throat> I think we should watch Steven Seagal movie. Uh, Under Siege 2. Ah, oh, not China Salesman? <laughs> Is it? No, not China Salesman. Is that the one with Stone Cold and stuff? No, that's the new one. That's that just the newest one. Oh, with Mike Tyson. With Mike Tyson. Holy shit. It's called China Salesman. No. Did you say Under Siege 2? Yeah. Dark Territory? It's better Under than Siege the first on a one. Train? That's how yeah. I, I remember it being better than the first one. Yeah, it's better than the first I one. I don't know, man. What's his name's performance in the first one is really great. Uh, Two Tommy, Face? Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee Jones is amazing. Gary in the first Busey? No, Tommy Lee Jones is fucking off. He's off his nut in the first movie. So is Gary Busey. Well, Gary, that's just who Gary Busey is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess he didn't have to try. No, that's just like, oh, like, hey, he's Gary, just, come he's over just here that for a normal second. level. Yeah. Remember that show, like, I'm with Busey or like Busey's friend? Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it, but I remember it existing. That guy is fucking nuts. Yeah. His son was just cast in something that I want, I'm interested in. I can't remember. Jake. Jake Busey? All right, so under siege two. So under siege two, dark uh, motherfucker. Under dark siege dark. on a train. Yeah, die hard on a train. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you like this, please tell a friend. It's the best way to um, get us out there more. Uh, if you're interested in doing that, and please, we're desperate. <laughs> we're needing people. Yeah, just be like a Jehovah's Witness, but it, but for this podcast. Yeah, go door to door and annoy moms in the middle of the day. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you heard the good news about action action? Fuck off. <laughs> um, actually, it's the only way you can get into heaven. Uh, you don't have to actually get anybody to listen to us, but you have to try. That's just the only way. So if you want to get into heaven, tell a friend and uh, r- r- you know, give us one of them reviews on, uh, you know, on the old iTunes. Also, like us on Facebook and Instagram or all the other shit. But uh, thanks a lot, guys. See you next time.